Hi friends, welcome to the Psyche Mental Wellbeing Podcast with me, your host, Hannah. On the show, I'm joined each episode by an amazing guest to have an honest conversation, share our real life experiences and tackle stigma and misconceptions around mental health along the way. We believe that everyone would benefit from focusing a little more on their mental well-being, and we're here to support you to do just that. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back. And today we are really getting into awakening and um, awareness and self-inquiry and trusting yourself and, and all that kind of stuff. And this is one of those episodes I often like to to put a disclaimer that, to be honest, all of our guests that come on share their perspectives, their view of the world, uh, their opinions, their views. And I find it so interesting to hear all those different perspectives. And sometimes there are people that I'm like, whoo, yeah, 100% with you. Uh, I (laughs) recorded one of those recently and I was like, oh, everything you're saying, I could be saying. Uh, And sometimes there are people who... Actually, I don't think there's been anyone that I completely disagree with. Um, but sometimes there are people where it's like, oh, that's an interesting view. That's an interesting perspective that's maybe different. And personally, I find that really valuable to, I guess, check in with myself of how I view the world and whether there is there are beliefs that I'm holding really tightly to that maybe aren't really based in reality or aren't really true for me or at all or and to see the impact of them and just to have that self-awareness and that kind of check-in. And personally, it's something that I love to do. Um, it's why I love having these conversations and really hearing all these different perspectives. And so Neil is sharing his perspective of the world and kind of finding out what is true for him and that self-inquiry and checking in with himself and awakening. And a lot of what he says, you might be like, yes, all of it, what he says, you might be like, yes, amazing. And there may be things that you think, hmm, Maybe that's not true for me. Uh, So as always, listen with an open mind and maybe think about what's true for you. Check in with yourself. So this is uh, my conversation with Neil um, and Neil sharing his thoughts um, and his perspective. And I really hope that you enjoy this conversation. I will be back super quickly at the end. Hi, everyone, and I'm really happy to welcome this week's guest, Neil, to the podcast. So, Neil, welcome. And if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, that'd be fab. Hi, Hannah. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, my name is uh, my name is Neil First. Um, I'm a personal development coach. How that came about was I, uh, I, well, I help people with anxiety and addiction. And that is also my background story is the anxiety and addiction. I had in my my previous life or, you know, previously in my life, um, I had gotten to a point where I was uh, where I was drinking like 25 of a little airplane bottles of vodka per day. And, um, you know, I was having a real tough time. My body was having a tough time dealing with that. It, it was getting used to it. So the withdrawals with, were dangerous and stuff like that. And just one day, um, one and back in 2016, um, I had gone to detox a few times, and then finally I went. Uh, I went in October, and they were like, "Here, listen, you have like two weeks to live, maybe." And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, okay." Um, and I didn't really, really didn't know what to think or what to say or what to do. Um, I, so I 
just finished out my time in the hospital and and I got out and two weeks went by and I was still here and then more weeks went by and then months went by and I'm like, huh. So I started burying myself at work. I started um, just really not, I wasn't drinking, but I, I was, I was doing everything I could to not like feel what I was feeling about. Well, first the prognosis to um, what I had actually done to myself, how long the road was ahead of me. Um, and, you know, how was I going to do all of this stuff? Um, so I just kind of buried my emotions in work and I buried my emotions in food. And I, you know, I was, uh, I was unhealthy and I just, I wasn't feeling good, but I was still alive. So fast forward a year, uh, 13 months after the, um, after that prognosis, I'm, I'm still alive. I'm like, okay. So I'm walking past the, I'm, I'm about to take a shower. I'm walking past the full length mirror. And I caught myself. I was, I didn't have any clothes on. I caught myself and I just, I stopped and I just was like, dude, I looked at myself and I felt bad. I felt, I felt horrible. I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the way I was doing things. I didn't like the way I was thinking. I didn't like the way I was acting. I didn't like the way I was eating. And I just looked and I just, I cried for that guy that I saw in the mirror and I was all fat and naked and, <laughs> and I just, I just cried and I just, I got, um, I cried out like the, the, the BS that, that it just seemed like I was hanging on to. I mean, this lasted for a couple of days. Um, and after that, um, you know, I, I just, I didn't like during this, this, this thing, this crying, this breakdown, this mental thing, I didn't know what what the hell was going to happen but there was also a huge sense of relief that that was coming along with it and after that i like during after and during that process it's it's, it it kind of melds together but it's it um but like after and during that process i just I, i i i wanted to take a lot of the input that i was putting in my life and and just take it out of my life and figure out, start figuring out who I was, who I am, right? From, from the music that I listen to in the car every day, to the television, to the, to the podcast, to, to everything, to, to just, I just wanted to find out like, like, who am I, right? What is making me do all of this stuff? And I guess I guess I, I'll call it like an awakening because that's that's what happened. I just woke up and I, I just I stopped I stopped pretending like the answers were were on the outside of me. And from that, like four months later, um, when I when I got rid of the the narrative in my head, when I stopped listening to everything, I started to get like uber healthy. I started just just making my decisions from how do I want to like, what do I, what do I actually feel is healthy, right? That there's, there's somebody selling me a Snickers bar and there's somebody selling me an apple. What's, what's going to make me feel good now? What's going to make me feel good later? You know, and just little, just small decisions like that. We start making those small decisions about, um, about how to actually treat ourselves. And the big ones become easier. Right. So, so this whole thing of me 
searching for a way to get rid of the anxiety that I was feeling when I was drinking. The whole thing of me searching for a way to not feel the way that I was feeling was the complete opposite of, of what I, I now know that, that, I, that I should have been doing. And I don't want to say I should have been doing like I was doing something wrong because we all learn things at the exact time we're supposed to learn them. But I learned that, that instead of, you know, taking my anxiety and saying, hey, I don't, I can't feel this. I, I need to, to say, hey, doctor, what is this? Or, or what, what is this, you know, go on a podcast? What is it? Go on WebMD. What is this? What is this feeling in my body? When I just stopped and I just took all the input out, the dust just kind of settled. And like I said, four or five months later, um, I was, I just, I got like uber healthy. I was down 75 pounds. Um, and I went to, uh, I went to the doctor to get a blood test and I, I had completely reversed all of the damage done that, that, that caused a two weeks to live prognosis that caused somebody to say, Hey dude, you might have only two weeks to live. I like completely reversed all that damage. And I'm like, Holy shit. <laughs> that's, that's like, like, there's, there's something here. I, there, I can like, there's something to share here. And, um, I've been like learning ever since just been learning and, and, um, feeding off of that experience of I, I, the success, I guess that we can call it success, but it's, it's far more than success. Success to me is like, yeah, I, I, I built a bit, my business did good this year. Right. But when when I take a dying organism and I just I, I, I just surrendered it and, and gave it to back to the universe to hear listen I don't like all the stuff that, that like all the, the TV and the radio and then all this the, the books and like here just I want to I, I have enough information I just want to stop for a second and uh, and that's that's really what happened like I just I stopped and and the things things started to change positively. Things started to to show up in my life that were that were health healthy and that were healing and that were um, that well that allowed me to beat that that prognosis. So um, and now that's what I teach. It's uh, uh, it's and and especially now with the whole COVID going on, um, there's. It's, it's a really great time to find out how powerful the human body really is because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of people sp spreading a lot of fear about our own bodies and we're not sure what to believe, you know, and that, that awakening that happened for me back in November of 2017, um, that not sure what to believe about my own self and my own body and my own what's going on inside like that was the awakening that was like god gave me that gift the universe gave me that gift that like consciousness allowed me to to stop seeking stop searching and just sit and and just realize that we're all doing a lot of searching if we just shut up for a second the answers that we that we pass by a million times are still within us 
right? And and the more people that are more that are trying to sell you something, now that's the information that we follow. Well, if we're not following the information that's sold to us, we're following the information that shows up in us, changes start to happen. Right. This is not like a foolproof step by step, but it's it's the universe. It's God. It, it is. It's foolproof. But our own experience is our own experience. And I think that's um, one of the things that I teach is is that's what what my clients get most out of that is our experiences are going to be completely, completely different. They're like, well, you said it was like this. And like I said, my experience was like that. What was your experience? And then we go over their experience and then their experience was like, oh my God, I didn't even see my own experience because I was looking for your experience. So yeah, um, in a nutshell. Yeah, thank you. For, thank you for sharing. And, and I think that's so true and something that we talk about in the podcast is about that uniqueness of experience and keeping an open mind. So when, when we have guests on that things that they say that work for them might not work for you and having having that open mind. And it sounds like with your story that the alcohol and then when you'd gone through detox and then you're sort of uh, in work or everything to not feel whatever it is that you that you had inside and you're sort of trying to shut that out. And then that awakening, it really confronted you with, with what was going on in a similar way. We can not think about what's true for ourselves, what's inside ourselves by trying to get everything else from outside and it's almost like a distraction because I don't have to do the difficult work I don't have to feel the stuff think what I really think because there's all this other stuff that I can get externally like a thing about my money right yeah yeah and so that awakening and that really shutting out everything and focusing on that I guess self-discovery and that listening to yourself and I imagine that that was maybe quite a difficult process because suddenly there's all this stuff coming up that maybe had been shut down before. Yeah, and and it and it can be a difficult process. I mean, after the the withdrawal and stuff like that, which is you know, that that I needed the hospital for, I needed the medical uh, care for um, because that is so very very dangerous. Um, but when I stopped drinking, and this is this is what I noticed. Uh, what I notice in a lot of a lot of people who are stopping an addiction um, is they'll stop that addiction, but they'll still try and skate on that surface of the problem that leads them te- to the addiction. And that's why relapse is so easy. Relapse is so easy because I'm just skating along this thing. They said, oh, well, just don't do the thing that I'm so used to doing to not see myself. Well, how am I going to not see myself anymore? Right. And this is this is one of the things this is one of the problems that I had with uh, with like 12 step programs. You know, it's it, it just to me, it felt like it wasn't designed for for the human being. It was just designed to not see yourself and not do that thing anymore. So when when those emotions do show up, when that sensation just shows up and, it, and again, it, it can be a difficult process. And I think maybe understanding it helps it a little bit but not as much as people would hope, (laughs) you know, um, it's really basically, it's like just, just sitting through the thing that you don't want to sit through. And I guess knowing, like knowing truly that there's another side to it. And I, and I, I believe that that's one of the hardest things to, for us to do is because we think we don't know that there's another side to it, like to meditation, like, Oh, I'm just sitting there. Right. We, we don't know that there's another side to it. So we just we're. It's hard to get into. 
And then when that, when that stuff comes up, the guilt, the shame, the abandonment. I'm 40 years old. I feel like an abandoned five-year-old. Who wants to go through that, right? Like, I don't want to feel like this. So we skate on that surface. But then as soon as, as soon as something happens, that, that, that skating is so easy to penetrate through and then we relapse again. So, but feeling that I feel like an abandoned five-year-old in a 40-year-old's body, it's exactly what needs to happen, right? I feel like I'm not getting my parents' approval in a 40-year-old body. Feel that way and, and understand that you're a, your five-year-old self, or your six, however, however old you were, put that in there. So you could save it for like, oh, I'm saving this for when I'm 40. And then like we're 40, we're still afraid to feel it. Well, now's the time to, 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 to feel it. You don't have to be 40, 20, 25, you know, whatever. But, um, but yeah, the, the difficult part is the not knowing that you're actually doing something, you know, because what's, what's a fix? Like what, what is calling the doctor? That's a fix. He's going to give me a prescription or, you know, going to, Tell me that I have this thing and then finally, well, it's settled and then now I can work towards this thing. Well, sitting and not actually going to fix the thing, we're not taught that. The narrative doesn't teach us that, right? Even when you're in kindergarten, you're in preschool, well, do this and do this and do this and do this and don't do this and don't do that. Like we're basically programmed to, to not see ourselves, right? If we're programmed to, to, to see the rules before we see ourselves, we're programmed to see what we should be doing versus what is actually happening inside of our bodies. And, and, and all I'm doing is I'm just being permission for people to, to let that programming go. Right. That's I'm not, it's, it's sit and feel you, right. We have, we have a planet full of people that's, that's like, Oh, something's wrong with me. I need to, I need to fix it. I need to put a mask on it. We need to do this. I need to sit and feel you and you'll see the lies you'll see through the lies that that the narrative is is telling you like in your own body right one of, one of the first things that i that i noticed um one of the first things that irked me when i when i after i had this this awakening i i, I was looking at the food pyramid and the food pyramid it's like this these grains and all this heavy carbohydrates and stuff and then and the, the way it goes up, it's like the absolute, it's the opposite way that, that, that we should eat. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, like having uh, the, the, the food pyramid that, that we have, at least here in the U.S., it's like an obesity creating machine, basically. Um, and when, when I, after the, after I saw through my own bullshit, after the awakening thing, um, I saw through that and it just seemed like, you know what, the more the narrative tells me, the more I feel like I'm being lied to. Does that make sense? Like the, the more and the more that I feel like I'm being lied to, the more I, I realized that the, the easier it became to stay away from advice, right? Like the, the societal, um, what, you know, what you should be doing, how you should be doing it. That, that you can do this and then you'll fit here. If you do this and then you'll fit here. After I learned what I learned, I just, the human, the human body, the human consciousness, our human consciousness isn't supposed to fit into what society created for us, right? We are so unique and so individual. And you can see that in, in life being 
really suppressed, um, being told to be suppressed. And to me, I guess my awakening was alcohol. Maybe human, and, and to a way that I've looked at, at this, at the, the, the whole COVID thing, maybe humanity's wake, awakening is masks, you know, because there's, there's always going to be something that has us see ourselves. You know, me, I, I didn't want to see myself. So I drank and 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 I drank. You know, right now what I see with people in masks, so I don't want to see myself. This will all be over. Just wear the mask. It'll all be over. Just wear the mask. Just wear the mask. And I see billions of people almost not wanting to see themselves. And it's a scary thing. But Hannah, it's also a beautiful thing. Because if you have billions of people hitting rock bottom all at once, could you imagine the gorgeous awakening that would be? You see what I'm saying? Like rock bottom is, is a good place to be at some point in your life. The narrative won't tell you that. The narrative says never be at rock bottom. You got to achieve your way out of everything. And trying to achieve my way out of how I feel made me an alcoholic. Trying to not achieve my way out of feeling like however my childhood made me feel, those perceptions and whatever I dragged around with me. I did, I couldn't see that and achieving my way out of that made me want just want to drink more and drink more and not see more and it's like cool it's like it's it's beautiful to be able to see through what i see through now i guess the uh coming back to your point about the the rock bottom is that it's something that that can be so difficult and so confronting that we can what i think of re- repel off it if you like and it can really illuminate stuff because it makes us kind of question things um and to let go of that outside expectation and the shoulds and the box that that we maybe are trying to put ourselves in um in society and actually reflect on what makes what makes sense for us and and what's true for ourselves um, and kind of um I've, i've spoken to lots of guests who've had some kind of rock bottom who then have have gone on this this journey and then quite often uh, similar to yourself have then started to teach people what they've learned from their own journey so I guess trying to like help people up maybe without them reaching their own rock bottom or maybe they're at their own rock bottom but it's kind of someone a little bit further along the path kind of helping them along if you like. Well do you want to hear you want to hear a cool perception about it about rock bottom is so rock bottom is really like your darkest dark right? Rock bottom. You're like, man, I have no options. So when you're, when you're actually looking at your darkest dark, what has to shine the brightest? Your brightest light has to shine the brightest for you to see your rock bottom, for you to see your darkest dark. That's what an awakening is. That's what polarization is. You're just, you're like, we, we've avoided our darkest dark. So we don't know how bright our brightest bright can be or our brightest light can be. Mm. Does that make sense? So when when you talk to your guests and then all of a sudden they awaken and now now it's like wow this experience I can teach people it's 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 literal expansion. It's literal expansion. It's like taking a flashlight and just shining it on on that that corner of the room that had never seen light before. Now you know what's in that corner of the room because and guess what? Now that you know what's what's there it doesn't have to scare you anymore, mm. right? So you you shine your, your brightest bright, your brightest light on your darkest dark, and you love your fear until it is no longer scary. 
right? So that, that I feel like an abandoned five-year-old in a 40-year-old's body, that's a real five-year-old Neil. Like that's, that's a five-year-old Neil, a three-year-old Neil that, that might have perceived some trauma or had some actual trauma. I was hit a lot as a kid. Um, uh, my parents were alcoholics and stuff like that. So there's the trauma just shows up. And the thing that we, 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 um, what happens with trauma is that we don't want to shine. We don't want to see the dark. So we'd never get to see our light. And when we finally say, you know what? Surrender to rock bottom. Fuck it. I love rock bottom. Rock bottom is the place I need to be. That light just goes, wow. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh. And it, it's an illuminating thing. So you're actually literally, literally expanding your consciousness. You're actually shining light on dark, hmm. which uh, there's nothing more beautiful than that. <laughs> Flowers are beautiful too, but. Yeah, I, th- well, I think that's a, a great way to, to kind of think of it yeah, and to see that light though, only by appreciating the darkness can we kind of appreciate the light and if yeah if we avoid one we're not going to see the other yes I think that's a thank you for sharing it and before I move on to my set questions I wonder if you have a kind of final thought that you'd like to share with us uh well my my thought and what I've what I've learned especially over the last uh three years is just sit with it sit with it sit with if with that that sensation sit with that unknown if you feel confused be cool with it oh i feel confused right now i don't want to oh wait i feel confused right now and that's awesome and that's okay that's a normal level of what a human being does so what and so whatever that emotion that shows up if it's confused if it's abandoned if it's if it's anger like when i when if i sit in meditation and i feel anger Anger turns into sadness and it turns into helplessness and then it turns into, oh, well, everything's okay. So sit with it and it turns into, there's, there's another side to it. Just trust that, that there's another side to what you don't know. And what you don't know is very, very beautiful. Awesome. Thank you for that. And then I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, the set questions I ask everyone. We can run through those. Sure. Awesome. So the first one is what brings you joy in your life? Um, what's been bringing me joy uh, a lot is the silence. Where the silence used to be chaos and craziness. Um, I can, I, and this is actually where I meditate. Um, but I can sit and, and I can just, I can just connect to, to source. And when I'm connected to source, I'm connected to all versions of myself. I'm connected to, to my, my, my family. I'm connected to my son. I'm connected to my friends. I'm connected to, I'm connected to everything. We always are, but I, I, I feel a deeper connection and so much love and so much compassion and so much joy shows up in that silence. And that really, it, it, sets the, it sets the standard for my day. Um, so yeah, the silence right now is, is probably one of my greatest joys. Um, and then it would be, you know, just connection with, with other people. Awesome. Awesome. And then my next question, sometimes is similar, sometimes not. So that's always interesting, is what makes life meaningful for you? <sighs> what makes 
life meaningful? Wow, that's that is so deep. I love that question. Thank you so much. Um, feeling, um, feeling, and and not knowing. What makes life meaningful is knowing that this is an experience, and I'm not. I don't have to be here forever. I get to be here for as long as I get to be here for. Whether it's today's the last day or whether a hundred years from now is the last day. Um, yeah, feeling, knowing that, that every emotion, every feeling in my life or every feeling in my body is the aliveness of my body, right? And then I understand that there's, there's some, you know, I, I'm, I'm a guy who, who drank my, my, my problems away. So I understand that, that some of those feelings can be unpleasant. But that means you're alive, right? So those feelings that that used to make me feel like this wasn't worth living, this is exactly what what it's what it's about for me. Um, way more than my thought, way more than the words that I can say, way more than than guiding myself or other people, or way more than being guided is is actually feeling that feeling this experience. And knowing that it's an experience. Mm, yeah, awesome. Thank you. So my next, well, two questions are about our kind of overarching topic on the podcast, which is about mental wellness, mental well-being. So the first question is, what does mental wellness mean to you? Mental wellness, um, it would be mind, body, and spirit. Um, it's It's giving yourself permission to feel emotions it's being okay with the emotions that are showing up here if 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 you feel pain or grief or sadness um mental wellness is allowing to me is allowing yourself to feel that and and if when you can feel that and and not succumb to the fix for it you learn or I'll say it like this, I've learned so much more about myself just allowing my mo- my emotions and uh, like allowing them to, to just be um, and not making them wrong. Making them wrong to me is an argument with reality, right? So your mental wellness is just don't argue with reality. What, what is showing up is showing up and it's, it's like, it's our gift. Right. And then we want to go take a Xanax or go have a cocktail or something like that. Mm, don't don't give your gift away. So the follow up is uh, how you look after your own mental well-being. So what you do for yourself to to kind of maintain, maintain it. I oh God, I love like I love this uh, just connecting with myself. I uh, I meditate um, one to three hours a day easily, sometimes more. Um, but it's at least that that one hour. Um, I woke up uh, a little bit earlier to do to meditate for an hour before I did this. Um, I love walking in nature. Um, I love just having a, a, a conversations with people. You know what I'm saying? Like even if it's uncomfortable, if I feel uncomfortable and I and I'm and I'm and, and there's there's something that's. Uh, that I may not want to discuss and it feels like a difficult conversation. I go for that. I like race towards, uh, I race towards my triggers. 
the and the the more that I the more that I I meditate or the more that I that I I walk in nature or the more that I just I create a a, a setting that is that is serene or um or what whatever whatever that that setting is the less the narrative has control over me right because we all have that that narrative in our heads like I got to do this I got to do this it's constantly talking well the more I don't succumb to that right the more I'm in nature the more I'm meditating the more I'm doing all of these things the more I don't have to uh, like those little urges the more I don't have to to cater to those to those urges so what do I do? Silence, meditation, walks to nature, um, uncomfortable conversations. I, I, I know that might sound weird, but but yeah, if there's something I have a hard time expressing, um, I have people in my life that we can do this. It's like, I don't know how to express this and it's going to be uncomfortable and, and, and it's okay. So live be on that edge like be okay with being on that edge of uncomfortability like I love doing that I love being on my edge of uncomfortability I guess it's um when it's uncomfortable it's kind of forcing that kind of growth and that self-awareness because yeah like you said you're you're on that edge of um if it's always safe if it's always comfortable conversations then you're not necessarily pushing yourself or expanding your uh, perceptions or that kind of thing. So yeah, awesome. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, you said about the meditating for an hour and uh, we sort of rescheduled the time slightly. Would you have done an hour if we were meeting ridiculously early in the morning for you? Or? <laughs> I would have done it. Uh, I would have done it after. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause that is, since we were scheduled, that would have been 5am. I would have, uh, I would have done it from whenever we ended till for another hour yeah, just the idea of like 4 a.m. meditation. I mean, I'm not a morning person. So <laughs> Those are beneficial. Um, the 4 a.m., there's a, there's a melatonin thing going mm-hmm. on in our brains at 4 a.m. Um, but yeah, normally I'll, I'll wake up around 6 or 7 and I'll do 2 to 3 mm-hmm. hours or, or 1 to 3 hours. Um, I did 100 days in a row of 3 hours when the whole lockdown stuff started back wow. in March and April. Yeah. Um, and just the the amount of growth, mm. just being able to sit with ourselves, be in our hearts, um, and just realize all those that that the opinions that we have of the outside, right? Whether they're negative, whether they're positive, whether they're doesn't matter what they are, they're all coming from inside of us. And meditation is the is the is a helpful realization of that, mm. right? Because in meditation, you're your own trigger. And so you're meditating for a couple of weeks. You're like, man, I keep getting triggered and nothing's triggering. me. Oh, so now I can learn to deal with my own stuff and I don't have to dump it on society mm. and make society worse. Right. I can transmute. I can trans, uh, I can transgress. I can, I can uh, do this stuff in my, in my own consciousness and make the world a healthier place. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And so my next question is quite a fun one, uh, quite a challenge for some people. Uh, can you describe your own mindset? Wow, that could be a uh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so my mindset is that we're infinite, powerful, and beautiful. Okay, um, my mindset is I want to I want to say yes to everything first. Okay, um, and then and then build from that foundation. 
right? If I'm, if I walk in this situation, I'm in immediate resistance, then all I, I, I don't learn anything. So my mindset is say yes, right? Don't, don't judge without information and just be in the experience of life. Um, my, my, we're infinite, powerful, and beautiful. And not all of these experiences are going to be go-karts and, and roller coasters. So my mindset is to, is to keep being in the experience of life and keep being with those emotions and those sensations. And, you know, if it's, if it's fear, let fear exist in that, in that situation, whatever it is, you know, you don't know why you're fearful all the time. So just let it exist and be, face it, be in it. Um, it ain't going to kill you. And if it does, okay. <laughs> okay. It's all, it's going to happen one day. Be in it would be my mindset. Live with it. So then my, my next question, and this is probably my favorite one uh, to ask. And as I said, we're very much the, it's not one size fits all. It's very much we're uh, individuals. But I always ask guests that come on to leave us with one to three top tips of things that we could try out, try them on for ourselves, see if they if they work for us. So do you have one to three top tips that you would recommend that people try? Uh, I do. Um, one of my top tips. OK, and this is this is like a fast track to, to kind of find out like who you really are. Um, and and it's not it. It's not like that's that's the end. You're going to do this, and then that you find out. But it's it's a really good start. Um, one of the things that that I found, and you 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 might not see anybody agree with me, and, and that's okay. But I would to really learn something about yourself fast for 36 hours, water fast for 36 hours, um, and. What I would do with that is take the phone out of it, take your media out of it, take take the normal who you think you are out of a day. Um, and I say 36 hours because there's that sleeping in there. Um, but what happens is the first time we get hungry after we eat, we're not really hungry. Right. So when you're sitting through you're sitting through with uh, through withdrawal. Uh, you're sitting through uh, like all these emotions. Oh, I got to eat. I got to do this. I got to do that. You're going to see your your narrative. Your I call it the bullshit machine. You're going to see your bullshit machine just go absolutely crazy. And there's a lot of chaos in that 36 hours. But if you can, you can you know take walks, meditate, listen to your body, what it's saying when it's hungry. When you start denying yourself of things, I'm not saying like eat a grain of rice like Buddha, like per day, but when you deny your body, um, just to be like you do that fast, the hunger is going to start telling you things, right? Um, if, if, you, if you're not using your phone as, a, as an escape, right, that's going to tell you things. You're not using the TV as an escape. That's going to tell you things. You're going to really find out a lot about yourself. Um, just by just by water fasting for for 36 hours um, another tip is just be in it 
the the only fear that we really feel about feeling our emotions is the anticipation of feeling the emotion. We don't even know what the hell it's going to feel like most of the time. We just know that a, a, a child version of ourselves put that there, like was really afraid of that. And when that anticipation shows up, we're like, oh, I don't want to feel it. Just feel it. Just feel it. You're, you're, it's, it's part of it's part of life, and when you start feeling through those emotions, people can't you, you. The outside world doesn't bullshit you anymore because you already know what that emotion means inside of your body, right? And a quick again, a quick way to do that is fast for thirty six hours. Do a water fast for thirty six hours and get in every emotion, and you're gonna find a lot more a lot more under those layers than you ever thought of yourself, right? There's, we live on the surface because that's what the narrative provides us. All the, the commercials or advertisements, you need to buy this to be good enough for this, and you need to buy this for these people to like you and stuff like that. Take all of it out, even including the food. I'm, I'm you, it's, it is so powerful. It is really so powerful. And nobody's gonna nobody's gonna get sick from it. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna go starving or no. It's just feel that stuff. And oh my god, you you. It's like there's so much power behind it. So much power behind it. Mm. Thank you for, for sharing those tips. And then my my very last question is where people can connect with you online if they're interested in working with you or finding out more about you. Where can they can they find all of that? You can uh, you can find me uh, on neilfirst.com. That's N-E-I-L, F is in Frank, I-R, S is in Sam, Z is in Zebra, T is in Tom.com. Um, my uh, my YouTube channel is Be Higher Beings. Um, LinkedIn is Be Higher Beings. Facebook is Neil First. Um, you can find me pretty much anywhere. I'm the only Neil First in the world, I think. So if you just Google Neil first with the Z F I R S Z T, the fun. Awesome. And we can absolutely put links in the show notes so people can find you nice and easily from there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Neil, for, for joining me today. I've really enjoyed hearing your story and hearing your, uh, your perspective uh, on life on, uh, on um, rock bottoms and all of that. And um, I'm definitely going to maybe not, uh, try three hours of meditating a day for 100 days uh, but definitely uh try and get more connected uh, with myself so thank you so much awesome thank you so much Anna. I had, I had a wonderful time thank you yeah you're very welcome so thank you again for joining me as i said on monday i kind of got out of my habit of meditating and actually listening back Having edited Harry's conversation last week and this one, I really am recommitting to myself and that practice. Not three hours a day, probably not even an hour a day. Actually, I find at the moment around 20 minutes feels good for me. And maybe that will grow, um, but that is what what seems to be working. And my my yoga, which is kind of mindful movement, which also works for me. Um, but it was, it's so interesting to, to hear someone, from someone who has spent a lot more time kind of going down that path of inquiry and self-reflection and a lot of what Neil said about seeing what is true for yourself and and not being so influenced by things outside 
really resonates with me. I, I find that I live a lot of my life worrying about, about what people think, worrying about expectations, trying to put myself in a little box of what is expected or what is appropriate. So I think being a bit more objective or a, a bit more questioning about those things can be really valuable. Uh, personally, when we're talking about COVID and mask wearing, that is something that I am 100% on board with. Um, I think that is really important to be to be mindful and to be safe. And for me, um, with the science and everything, that is something that feels it is true for me to wear a mask, to protect myself, to protect other people. And other people have got different views. And I think it is one of these topics that can be really divisive and people be really passionate about um, potentially you may have had that reaction you may have been really resistant to a difference of opinion um, and I know some people are unable to wear them for health reasons I know I have some friends who are in that particular group but again I think it's an interesting one to think about our perspectives and I guess I don't really know what my point is just to, <laughs> to point out that yeah maybe you might have felt a bit like oh that does that jars with what I believe or you might have been like yes someone's finally saying it um and again it's about that self-awareness I guess it's about kind of checking in on uh, how you view things what your beliefs are and for me self-awareness really is at the root of well-being about how we feel about ourselves how we feel about the world that kind of thing and so having these opportunities to reflect to figure out what's true for us are really valuable and I think sometimes when there is something that we feel very resistant to that is really useful information of going ah okay this is what I believe um this is what's true for me so yeah uh thanks again to Neil for for joining us I really enjoyed our conversation as uh, thank you to him for joining us if you've enjoyed this episode if you enjoy the show please do rate and review it really does help us reach more people who can hear kind of our message here, um, such as it is. Um, I hope you have a good rest of your week. Hopefully the weather, wherever you are, holds out. I'm still recording this on Sunday uh, and it's gorgeous blue sky out. So um, I'm hoping that it's lasting and that we get to enjoy it because as I said, Monday makes such a different difference to my mindset. Uh, but wherever you are in the world, I hope you are doing okay. I hope that you are being kind to yourself, tuning in and listening to yourself and what you need to be well. I really hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please do rate and review. It really helps us to reach more people. And if you know someone who you think might enjoy listening to the show, please do share it with them. That's everything for today. And we will be back on Monday. I'll speak to you then. Be kind to yourself. Take care. Bye for now.